can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Boston Celtics are officially a 500 team after their 104-91 loss to the Washington Wizards. Uh, This was as ugly of a game as it gets. Uh, Don't let the final score fool you. Uh, The Celtics just continue to to absolutely struggle and Jason Tatum just needs to step up this was probably the worst game of his entire career and we'll talk on that in the second section but before we do so I do want to follow the podcast same as usual Uh, go through player of the game uh, as well as some of the positive uh, which will be very short and then go through some of the negatives, things that I want to see changed, uh, things that need to change to you know, start moving in the right direction. Uh, but to get started, I want to want to do player of the game, and it really belongs to nobody besides Kemba Walker. Uh, we'll talk about Jalen Brown after. He played a really uh, solid game as well. Uh, but Kemba Walker today was the best player in a Celtics uniform. Can't say on the court. Bradley Beal certainly held that down. Uh, but Kemba Walker played really well. Uh, 25 points, 2 steals, 2 assists, 7 rebounds. Uh, the more important part is 9 of 18 from the field. Including 4 of 7 from 3. So if you look at the numbers, 5 of 11 from 2 which is significantly better than, I believe, the one shot that he's hit from two uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, So really stepped up today, three of four from the line. Overall, solid game. He had a couple of really nice defensive possessions as well. Uh, One of the things that we haven't really seen him do a lot is kind of finish at the rim. And he had a couple of really nice finishes today. Uh, had a, a really nice finish through contact at the rim in transition. Uh, mid-range after shaking Beal. Had a very, very difficult three over Hachimura. Uh, but overall, just you know, played pretty well. He, had a, he took a charge on Beal. Uh, had another tough three over Lopez the end of the third. So, you know, it's, it's a game where we just didn't have enough to put around him. You know, the only other guy that really stepped up today was Jalen Brown. Uh, played pretty well again. Uh, all, very similar stat line. Uh, 25 points, a steal, a block, 7 rebounds on 11 of 21 shooting, 2 of 5 from 3. So between the two of them, they combined for 50 of our 91 points. And... Our team's leading scorer and Jason Tatum had six. So just want to let that sink in with you. The team played horrible tonight. The other positive of today is no Jeff Teague again. You know, two out of the last three games, Jeff Teague has not played. Positive signs. Uh, But that's about it. You know, if you look across the board... The other guy that you know played fairly well in his minutes 
you know, for me, I think Neesmith played pretty well. Uh, didn't have a great shooting night, but defensively, I think he played a lot better tonight than we've seen in a long time. Even on Bradley Beal, he had a couple possessions where, you know, slid his feet over and played pretty well. You know, end of the night, five points, five rebounds. Uh, ended up getting to the line off. Actually, he was fouled early in the early in the game. I think it was first quarter. Made two of his three free throws. Uh, you know, overall, it was a fairly fairly good night for him. Taco looked good in the minutes that he got. Granted, again, only five, uh, but had three points and four rebounds in five minutes. So continuing to do Taco Fall type garbage minute performances uh but yeah i mean that's that's about it it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a short podcast on the good side because it was not a not a good game we were down by i believe it was 27 points at one point in today's game uh our bench unit played pretty well outscoring the wizards 24 15 in garbage minutes which was pretty much the entire fourth quarter uh we saw Tatum, Brown, Kemba get pulled from the court with, I want to say it was almost like eight minutes left in the game. And that was it. That was a wrap. So bench overall played decent, but it was also against the Wizards bench. bench. So you can't really put too much stock in that. Uh, but that's where I want to end. That's where I want to end the the first half here. Uh, do want to talk about a lot of the negatives some of the issues that we've continuously seen. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we are back to talk about some of the negatives of today's game. Uh, I'm going to try and keep this as short as possible because I don't want to preach and go through everything that I've been talking about all season long. Uh, The Celtics need to make some changes. Something needs to give. This is way too talented of a team to be 13-13 and and losing two straight to Detroit and to Washington, two of the worst teams in the NBA. Uh, But to start off, I want to go through some of the negatives here. And the biggest negative of today's game was Jason Tatum. And it's not even, it's probably the worst game I've seen him play in his entire career. Uh, Ended the night. Six points off of three of 14 shooting. And overall just looked lost. Looked lost out there. Uh, One of the plays that jumped out to me, I mean, he had, it was late in the game. It was like third, end of third quarter, I believe. And 
you know, he looked off a wide open Pritchard, like wide open Pritchard. He drew the double and drove to the lane and forced up a horrible floater that was very short. And, you know, it's it's Tatum trying to get into any sort of rhythm, uh, but he just wasn't able to do so. You know, overall, it was just a, it was not a good game from Jason Tatum. And that kind of summed up his whole night. You know, he had, I want to say he had zero first quarter points on 0 of 2 shooting. He had four points in the second, did not score in the third, and then had two points in the four, in the fourth. So it's just, it's tough. It's tough. Overall, did not shoot the ball well. Did not shoot the ball well. And it wasn't even just that. A lot of the times on defense, he looked horrible. You know, I talked, I was tweeting about this earlier too, but, you know, he let Westbrook drive in no contest. And then Hachimura did the exact same thing in transition. Didn't even try to jump. Didn't try to contest it. And, you know, overall, he was just not, he wasn't running back on defense. You know, there was a point in the game where off of two, uh, there were two different tra- transition drives for Washington that Tatum just kind of watched. Like Tatum is too able of a defender to be doing this. Something needs to change. I'm not, again, I, I talked about this in the last podcast too. Marcus Smart, his value is extremely under he's extremely undervalued on this team because of what he does in the defensive end and i'm not gonna say that the the celtics lack of defense stems from that but someone needs to kick these guys in the asses and i'm I'm putting a lot of that on jason tatum like it, it was him more so than anyone else jason just didn't do anything jalen brown played fairly well defensively fairly well defensively uh but even him had a couple possessions where you know he just was too busy arguing with the call and just didn't get back and this has kind of been the celtics calling card this year and it sucks uh but overall it's something that they need to figure out you know we started the game one for seven couldn't get anything going and it kind of continued that way we got outscored by seven in the first five in the second and 10 in the third. And the game was pretty much over at the end of the third game was pretty much over at the end of half uh, because we just couldn't get anything going. Uh, And it continued the entire way through. So I believe the, the Washington wizards were in the penalty every single one of the four quarters. I know they were in the penalty the last three. I mean, the first three. And it showed. If you look at the stats, I mean, up and down, they killed us in absolutely everything. The Celtics shot 35% from the field, 25% from three, 18 of 30. So 60% from the free throw line. It was just horrible. And, you know, to put this into perspective, the Wizards shot 31 of 36 from the free throw line that's 13 extra points we lost by 13 i'm not even going to say that's 
the real number because we should have lost by way more than that. Uh, but just like that's that's a huge factor in this game. The Celtics couldn't get anything going, uh, and we turned the ball over just way too much. 17 turnovers and 14 assists. So this is the big problem. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the Wizards, they had 10 more assists than we did. And it shows. You know, they were hitting their shots. Bradley Beal just went off. You re- really couldn't do anything to stop them. 35 points on 10 of 18 shooting. 4 of 9 from 3. I think he made his first 8 consecutive shots to start the game. So, I I guess if you put that into perspective, he didn't do pretty didn't do very well after the first quarter. Uh but overall, I mean, it's you can't do it. He got to the line 11 times, 11 of 11 from the free throw line. So that's where the majority of his points came from after the first quarter. Uh but overall, it's you know, something needs to change. And I'm I'm tired of talking about the TPE option and everything that kind of goes into the goes into it, but Danny Ainge needs to do something. Like I don't know, I don't know how as a, a GM he can look at this game. Look at the last two games. We played two of the worst teams in the NBA record wise. And we 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 looked like idiots. Both games. Like it's not like it's not like we kept it close, had chances, like we just lost both games. You know, as far as Danny Ainge goes, I mean, they talked about it the other day on Toucher and Rich, and he said, we just haven't found the right fit. Like, there are a lot of guys out there that can help this team. And, you know, the deadline is weeks away at this point. I think it's five weeks. And we need to figure some. We need to figure something out sooner rather than later. Right now we're sitting at 13 and 13. We're 500 team. It's probably the first time we've been 500 in God knows how long. So I I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying not to to get too negative and lose faith in this team, but it is not easy right now. You know, if you can take anything out of today, it's that Kemba Walker has put up two fairly consistent games in a row. And we haven't seen that yet. And that's a a huge positive. You know, he's going to be, I'm not, Jason Tatum's not going to have another night like this. Or he's not, well, he's not going to do it consistently at least. Like he's too talented of a player to do that. With that being said, if we can get this sort of performance from Kemba on a fairly consistent basis, this is going to be a good team. But the bigger issue isn't really on the offensive end. The bigger issue is on the defensive end. We need to figure that out. Bradley Beal's always going to get his, but overall as a team, there are a lot of just missed rotations. The perimeter defense is collapsing, and teams are getting into the middle, drawing fouls. And something needs to change. Whether that's Brad kicking everybody in the ass and whipping them into shape or adding another piece and just mixing up the team, there needs to be something. That's just, it's, 
the way it is. Something needs to change. Again, the Celtics right now, it's just a, it's a weird season with COVID. Uh, but right now, with a 500 record, we're still in fifth place in the Eastern Conference, which is pretty encouraging. Four and a half games out of first. Uh, we saw Philly lose the other day, Milwaukee lose the other day. We're pretty much right up there with Indiana at, you know, we're 13 and 13, they're 14 and 13. We've got a game coming up soon against them. So, you know, we're still in it. But, like, again, something just, something needs to click. Something needs to change for the Celtics team. And I don't want to, I don't want to harp on it too much. I don't. It's Valentine's Day. I'm going to keep this one short for you guys. You know, we've got our, our next game coming up Tuesday against the Nuggets. Uh, 7 o'clock game, back in the garden. Got to try and get something moving here. Need to start a winning streak. So that's what we got. If you haven't followed me on Twitter, guys, at NBA Celtics Guy, uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, whatever you need to do. I uh, appreciate all the help. appreciate all the support. Uh, officially in 23 different countries. And I love being able to say that to you all. Uh, so to all my Celtics fans across the country, across the world, thank you for joining in, and I will talk to you on Tuesday. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.